0: Be excellent. Be excellent in all you do. Focus on adding value and I promise you, your family, relationships, your career, your business, it'll take care of itself. Be gracious. Be kind. Practice humility and service to others. Success is really the result of adding high value to the world. What burdens can you lift for others? What real problems can you solve? What opportunities can you exploit? Focus on that and I promise you, everyone around you will benefit from your upgrade. Hey y'all, welcome to the Transformation Podcast, episode 16, Winners Win and Lose. I'm your host, Cassidy, founder of K Green and Company, Project and Change Management Solutions. The Transformation Podcast is a coaching, training, and development platform of the K Green and Company Transformation Academy, which is a global program focused on personal, professional, leadership, organizational, and spiritual development. And because K Green and Company's Transformation Academy is focused on holistic development, development of the whole person for success in life and in business, the Trans- Transformation podcast releases coaching, training and development programming each week to help you upgrade in all of these areas. And if you've been listening to our podcast in chronological order, you know that we just launched our Winners Win series this week, which is coming off the heels of the High Value series. And in the High Value series, I spent seven episodes coaching you to do the internal work, the character work that we often disregard or don't realize how much it matters to be whole and to experience all that's assigned to your life. And if you haven't listened to the High Value series to hear what I have to say about those areas, I encourage you to pause this episode, go back and listen before you engage in the winners win series because the things I coach you on in this series are practical strategies on how to apply what I covered in the high value series so not listening in order in the way that I've released these may limit your ability to yield the value that you're looking for from this coaching opportunity and I want you to be the best version of you so I speak about winners from the perspective that winners win and lose because winning is about perspective It's about growth, humility and development. And these are really what define a winner. And, you know, I'm all about the measure of character, not the external appearances of success is something we should all focus on and work on having the kind of character that results in legacy level living. However, so many people define themselves by their wins and losses. And this is such a dangerous thing to do. It's dangerous to place your identity in what you've done, how much money you make, what you've accomplished, what your title is, whether you're the PTA president or the president of a five star company or what you drive or where you live. And people spend so much time identifying as these things and what they've done as opposed to establishing and living out an identity based on who you are. And because I personally spend a lot of time on my own self-reflection, self-assessment and improvement. And while I'm always appreciating the core of who I am, I'm also always looking for ways to level up to become the next best version of me. And in doing so, I had to be careful because I've won a lot in my life. I'm winning now and the wins that are assigned in my future can easily tempt me to be identified by those things. And this is why God's word and I myself am so repetitive about working diligently to stay low, to be humble, because he also says that he will exalt those who humble themselves and those who exalt themselves will be humble. So before I get into my strategies for you today, I'm gonna share my own personal, win loss and win that occur all in a matter of about an hour and a half today. So today was my first day back to Orange Theory after being off about nearly six weeks following a procedure that I had done and those of you who know anything about Orange Theory it's basically personal training. It's in a group setting but unlike other programs no one is focused on competing with any anyone else in the studio because you're in competition with your own statistics. So the workout is a five zone heart rate workout based on making sure that you spend enough time in zones three four and five otherwise known as your green your orange and your red zone but 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 it's the orange and red zone that gets you your splat points. So the idea of a splat point is that it's equivalent to one fat cell going splat. And the whole goal of any one person's workout is to get at least 12 splat points per session because this is supposed to help you ensure that you get what we're all really chasing for from a workout, which is the afterburn or the EPOC. So unless it's your first class, though, no one is settling for the 12 splat points. Us overachievers, we want to double, triple or quadruple those points. So that's why you don't have time to focus on anyone but yourself, because it's literally your own performance that makes or breaks that session for you. And as I'm getting back into my normal routines today, it was a huge milestone because I had to crush my workout while not falling on my face on a treadmill, which was actually my biggest fear. My biggest goal it really wasn't even about my flat points today. But anyway, during the workout, I'm feeling strong and control. I measure my breathing, conquering all the workouts and I monitor my calories and splat points. And about halfway through the workout, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm back. 2020 is my year in this studio because I literally had at the end of the workout 51 splat points. And it's the highest that I've ever had. But one of the things that makes Orange Orange Theory extra special is that And keeps us, you know, those of us paying a high premium is that they have this amazing culture and their trainers actually call your name every now and then. So, this trainer that I actually hadn't worked with before, she's like, I see you, Cassidy. Good form, Cassidy. You got this. So, I'm like, yeah, training lady, let's go. But then she came over to me later in the workout and she's like, I know you can pick up heavier weights. And I'm like, ma'am, I'm just glad that you calling my name today after being back for the first time in so many weeks. And she's like, oh, I'm so proud of you. And we took a picture after and I'm on cloud. Now I'm a sidebar. In all seriousness, those who know me know that I had a serious medical situation that started for me last summer. And when I would be faced with the worst parts of that moment, I literally couldn't do anything but lay in the bed. And this was super disruptive for my life. And it often killed my plans on any given day to go get that Orange Theory experience. And so I ended up with an emergency that was just too dangerous for my overall health and ended up having that procedure about six weeks ago. So once I accepted that I needed the procedure, I struggled for a few days because more than not wanting to Procedure done probably, I didn't want to stop my Orange Theory workout. So I hadn't been to class in any part of 2020, which means I hadn't gone through my routines after a workout. And one of those routines was blasting my post-workout playlist that is not filled with Holy Ghost hymns. So instead, that Cardi B spirit attempted to rise up in me after the workout. Because I had made some changes, though, in my life at the end of 2019 that I'll share in the upcoming Spiritual Development Series next month. I let my normal Cardi B songs play after today's workout. But I kept switching the songs after only a few seconds into each track. Because I couldn't take the language I used to be a specialist in such language probably more of a specialist in those bars than I was at my project and change management communication but anyway I couldn't let the songs play for very long and I'm like but Lord I don't know any songs from your word that can get me hyped like Cardi B can so I turned Cardi off. <laughs> Then I found a Christ-like song that had a beat that could match my Cloud Nine moment. But And by the way, this is all of a three-minute car ride because I live just around the corner from the Orange Theory studio. But anyway, I get home, I park, and I sat in the car for a minute, and I'm like, well, You gave the Lord your tongue at the end of 2019, so the reason you can't rock the Cardi B like you used to isn't because you're trying to be so holy. It's because you literally have a different desire and the lesson of conviction in this moment that you just passed is that that version of you... You also left in twenty nineteen. Since you're on such guard with what your ears can hear, your spirit won't even let you be double minded at this point. Therefore, you can't be teaching humanity to Texas A&M Technology Summit participants or your listeners on the podcast because we've been through this spiritual character training since the end of twenty nineteen. So you don't even need me to help you understand why you weren't a why you were able rather to make the shift so quickly. So but here's the bigger lesson. As I began my own conviction. So I'm asking questions as if the Lord was speaking to me directly. So I'm saying, how you going to worship Cardi B when she is not the one who graced you through your workout? Not only keeping you from falling and busting your head on the treadmill, but she keep your organs in place. And she is not the one you cried to when you were counting down the days to your procedure. She wasn't the one coaching you on my word when you needed to develop the spiritual maturity and discipline to examine the things that I have and am doing in your personal life to even get you released in the year 2020 for your work through Kay Green that I have you to do so yes you were about to give her credit for the win and the victory that you owe me but my grace let you get some parts of this test incorrect but you passed because I needed you to see how vulnerable you still are to going back to operating in your own strength and giving yourself credit or worse other people credit that belongs to me so those of you who don't know Cardi B's lyrics I won't attempt to help you research any of her music but many of her lyrics are about her how she's overcome, and while there's some level of inspiration, if you really know her story, the undertone is really all about being self-made, being better than anyone else in your lane, making public displays to those who oppose you to show them that they aren't show them that they aren't on your level. Yet what people miss is how much validation this actually suggests that you need from the world it's really a deep-rooted message about still being very much in pain feeling inadequate and using the measuring stick of other people's like or dislike for you and your worldly possessions that define your success and as I grow in my own wall the word gives fresh revelation about things like the importance of guarding your heart and your ears and your, and your eyes for this very reason so all of that to say I've been in constant prayer that I don't lose this race the Lord has me on especially as I take this dual journey to become the best version of me while I coach the world to do the same and so the reminder to you and I is that at any one moment like what seems like a normal after workout victory lap on the commute home can cause you to misplace credit where credit is not due more importantly, it can put you in a mindset and a spirit that can take you into your home and to your workplace and other places that you travel to in life, laying down your humility and picking up your pride. And not that you or we mean to, but this is the danger of being identified by your wins and losses as opposed to always walking in the identity of a winner. So it's my own little battle story of the win I had during my first Orange Theory workout, but the loss that I had on the way home and then the win that I had after I got home and corrected and this is why I coach you from such a truthful sometimes blunt place of always challenging your character especially when no one is looking because I know what I'm talking about I live it every day and the difference between myself and some of my colleagues particularly in my project and change management role is that I'm always on display Quite a bit, actually. And I spent a lot of time building other people up, leading people very publicly. Yet I have to spend equal, if not more time outside of the meetings, away from the cameras, away from the leadership opportunity to work on myself in order to operate from this excellent character posture that I'm encouraging you to have. And it's not something that we win at every moment of every day. As I said, this weekend during that keynote that I gave, when the lights and cameras are on, In moments like this for me, I come to these moments with my losses to get to that low, humble place before I get into position to take care of other people and build other people up when I'm entrusted to speak to people. So I take the same seriousness with you listeners of the podcast and in these moments. Every time I record, I take the fact that I disappointed my parents deeply in my teens, that I still think about the employee that I hired. And right after I took another position, while I didn't expect to do that, this person was terminated right after I left. I take the hope that I created in my first role as a student as I was working with this student on his transfer credit that he was going to come to the institution. But after I did the transfer credit evaluation, I forgot to check the accreditation. So I placed hope in this student that he was only about a year and a half from graduation and he gets the phone call early next week, early the very next week saying you got about four more years to do this because none of your credit applies. So I set you up with the examples that in some cases may seem minuscule, like my Orange Theory experience. But I also give you the egregious decisions that I made, as I mentioned, in my teens that I'll have to account for and It's a major loss still for me in my life and a loss for those who care about me. So the remaining part of our talk is going to be actually quite brief. But I want to give you some things to think about on your professional and leadership settings as you work to embrace your wins and losses. So when you win, of course, it's a feeling like none other when you're winning. Sometimes it's making other people uncomfortable, but you realize you have the support of those who may be decision makers in your life. When you win, you conquer the challenge, a project, a change, a new skill, a major issue. When you do something for the first time and you crush it, when you make a stellar hire, when you realize you're in the perfect position, in the perfect organization with amazing people and unlimited potential for growth and development. When you realize it's your turn, your moment and you're walking it out. When you get the shoulder tap at, work and it's time for you to become manager, assistant director, director, assistant, or associate VP, EVP, SVP, and C-whatever, COO, CFO, whatever those are. But when you lose, it's also a feeling like none other. When you don't get the position or the opportunity, when you gave someone honest feedback and they walked away from you or began icing you out, when your leader or some sponsor leaves the organizations and you feel like you were left high and dry, when you don't get the high profile project or assignment when you make a mistake or when you don't deliver on an expectation when someone you hire doesn't work out and you have to let them go when you are told yourself that it isn't working out and you get put on a performance improvement plan or you get let go When losses in your personal life are impacting your performance, your interest and your commitment at work. In both cases, it's so important to grow and to decide to win based on every circumstance. So identifying as a winner is characterized by much of what I coached you on in the high value series, specifically when I talked about being a good human, being a good neighbor, being a superstar performer in your work and in your business and making your priorities serving other people. But I want to give you just a couple of strategies before we close to make sure you always count your success or your failures or your wins and losses from these particular postures. So first of all, I encourage you to seize the moment. Don't move too quickly from a win or a loss and let it burn. Let it burn in your heart and your spirit and your entire being. And then get clear headed, become objective and study the cause and effect so that you can repeat those things that result in wins and adjust those things that result in losses. Ask what you're supposed to learn about you, about the moment and the circumstance. Fall in love with the process of solving problems and exploiting opportunities and become a MVP kind of team player as opposed to staying too long on the fact that you yourself contributed to or individually solved a problem or helped the organization go after something new and innovative. Operate in the moment and don't miss what you're supposed to conquer at this level and in this season. And I'll expand on what I mean by that in tomorrow's episode. Ask yourself, did my individual contribution make the whole team or the larger organization better today? And if the answer is no, examine why and make tomorrow better. Never let yourself be defined by your work or have your identity wrapped up in the wins and the losses. But if you don't take away anything else I say, I'm going to make this point and I want you to hold on to it. Take credit for the losses and give credit for the wins. And this is the kind of leader that your organization need more of. It's that butler kind of leader. Embrace the seasons and transitions of life, career and business and count it all joy. Remember to celebrate the successes and be a student of the losses. And in both cases, don't stay on them too long because winning is about learning from yesterday so that you can create success for today and tomorrow. And my final reminders to you are becoming a winner, particularly in all areas of life. Almost has a default impact or guarantee that you're going to have overall success in life because you become the kind of coach and the kind of butler that you are supposed to be. You treat people with dignity, honor, respect in your day to day living, growing from the place where this was once something you had to consciously work to do. You for real lay down the worst parts of you, especially for those things no one else knows about but you and God. And you pick up the best parts of you and live out loud from that place. You don't place your identity in the things that you've done or what others have done for you. You actually walk the earth light. You breathe easy. You begin to take real joy and pleasure in being a light for someone else or for other people. You focus on legacy level living. You perfect the small things, the discipline that you need to be in the moment. Make sure your loved ones hear you say how much you love them. You become the kind of colleague, leader, supervisor, employee that Helps people when they stumble. You give up your sarcasm, your cynicism, your gossip, your backbite, and your judgments about other people. And you take on a posture of being a good neighbor no matter where you are and to everyone. Even to the people who betrayed you. Those who cut you and talked about you, demoted you, looked over you, were harsh with you. And you measure your success, your wins, by how you showed up as the best version of you in spite of any of that. So that's all I actually have for today's winners, win and lose episode. As I mentioned, if you haven't listened to the high value series, I made my point about why you should probably go back and do that. But stay tuned because tomorrow I'm going to drop the what's holding you back or them back episode. And just like in the high value performers and taking control episodes, I have a whole lot to say. So you're probably going to want to take notes. So let today's episode soak in. If you're not caught up, go get caught up because tomorrow's episode, you're probably going to need to replay it a couple of times. Anyway, all right. Thank y'all so much for listening to this episode. As a reminder, the Transformation Podcast is focused on holistic development in the areas of personal, professional, leadership, organizational, and spiritual growth. And our coaching and training, should you choose to apply it, is guaranteed to upgrade your life. To learn more about K Green and Company, you can visit our website at kgreenpcms.com and I will add the link to the show notes. So that's it, y'all. Keep listening. And if you think you want real gems for success in life in your career and in business subscribe to the transformation podcast and get your upgrade every week all right talk to you soon thank y'all